Good afternoon and welcome back to another episode of the Ball and Beats podcast. My name is Spencer and joined here by Logan and Alan as always. Boys, how are we doing after that great college football weekend? Very doing good. Very, very, very fun very good. weekend. Very of fun college football. A lot of fun games. I think we should start start by talking about our Toledo Rockets on Thursday. Um, the uh, they they won thirty seven to nothing against a team that I didn't even know existed. Until um, Wednesday night. Exactly. Um, um I, I guess I guess a win's a win. You know, you take it. I mean, I, there's not really much talk about that game. All I can say is the offense was average. Um, it wasn't even the best. Dequan Finn was Dequan Finn was okay in that game. Nothing special. Our defense uh, wasn't even that special. Not gonna lie. It I was, mean, they gave up zero points. It's not like the, de- yeah, the defense but it did their job. It wasn't anything special though. No, it's nothing not, special. Nothing impressive when yeah. you play an opponent like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah, there it's was like Michigan. Their first, you know, 105 games. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. But, it wasn't. You know. It wasn't anything to be impressed by. You know, Michigan fans Michigan's are gonna sit here and say. Michigan's gonna sit here and say that. That they're better in Ohio State while beating Colorado State by 44 points. Yep. You know, oh, I congratulations honestly, on beating congratulations. the Rams. You know, I didn't even, Toledo, Toledo I didn't couldn't like beat Colorado State last so year. So that just so proves you would beat Toledo this time if you played. Yeah, I didn't so. even like the Michigan game. Like I watched part of it and I was like, this is actually kind of boring. Now, they still got their QB controversy. They don't even know who they're gonna start. I think I it's. Th- I, think I think it's, after I think, I think it's JJ is gonna start. See McNamara during that. Well, yeah. he wasn't. He wasn't, he wasn't bad. bad, but he wasn't good either. He, didn't, he mean, was he, not. He, okay, no, he did no. his job. That's yeah, what I mean, he does. He doesn't do anything special. He just gets the win. He did his against Colorado State. It's not hard to get the win. Yeah, he did his right. job, but he was not good at all. No. I'm sorry. It was, was, it was an average performance at best. No, it wasn't so his best. That's all the airtime we'll give to Toledo. Um, you know, they had an average game against a terrible opponent. Uh, you got UMass this week, another bad opponent, and then you travel to Columbus, so that'll be fun. <laughs> um, and then uh, Saturday night, uh, OSU got a big win against Notre Dame against number five against ranked number five Notre, ranked Notre Dame. Dame. It last, wasn't last four wins Buckeyes have had have been against top ten opponents. I will say one thing though, I feel bad for Ohio State fans because no one. It seems like no one cares, but then Alabama well, won fifty-five same. to it's zero, and narrative. everyone cared that Alabama when it comes, won fifty-five to zero. I will say this: a not top. Not top 20, 25 opponent. I will say this. OSU did not play their best game Saturday. I will also say this. The defense was exceptional. The defense was everything we expected it to be. That's what I hoped for. Oklahoma State gave up 44 points to Central Michigan on Saturday. You saw what Jim Knowles meant to that coaching staff. Yes. And what he brought to OSU Saturday night was phenomenal. And it really shows the playmakers this team has. And it shows when even when the offense isn't at its best, the defense now can now step up. And that's something last year that we couldn't say because the defense was awful last year. Um, Kerry Combs was a disaster as defensive coordinator. Um, and the offense, you know, it was up or down. They, got, they put up 21 points against a solid Notre Dame defense, which is not bad. Um, I think they do have some things to work on. The passing game is one of them. The running game. Uh, Mayan Williams was a bowling ball on Saturday night. He, I mean, just seeing the way he, he was a runs, man amongst boys. He was. It's you know he's got that dog in him. It's crazy to think dog about. Dog in him. But you know <laughs> when you have Mayan Williams and Travion Henderson in your backfield, yep. uh, if your passing game's not you know going to plan, you got your running game. Um, and you know with Jackson Smith and Jigba, he did get injured Saturday night. Uh, didn't look too severe. Hopefully he'll be back in the next few weeks. He doesn't really need to be back the next two weeks. So. Yeah. He just needs to be back we for don't Wisconsin. Re- I don't think they really need him for Wisconsin. It, um, I, I would no. like him to be back for Big Ten I play. Would it would be important. But I, the, the, latest, the latest I'd like him back is Michigan State because I do think that's OSU's first big test is on the road in East Lansing because that's going to be a Saturday night game. 
and um, I feel like that's a game day type of game. Um, but it, it was it's a solid win. I have no complaints. You know, you're on to Arkansas State, which you should beat by 100. Um, we'll see what the offense can do. I'm sure Ryan Day wasn't pleased with the win. Um, it's a it's a top five opponent. You beat him by 11. You were and to be fair, to they, be fair, the big no, not the Big Ten, Ohio State, the last five times playing top uh, top 15 opponents at home, they've only won one of the last five. Yeah, they lost to that Oregon. Game. They've lost to Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Um, that were non-conference opponents. Yeah. But genuinely, this was a, just a need in general is getting a it top was. 15, let alone top five. So my question is, does Notre Dame still make the playoffs? By no. No, no but I think they get 10 wins. I think they deserve better respect than they have. Notre Dame is a top 10 team. I don't think they're a top five team, but I think they're a top 10 team. They pro- um, they proved their ranking anyway go yes. in the game. I really like Brandon Joseph at the safety when he was the, the transfer, transfer from, from Northwestern. Northwestern. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, he was fun. He was really good on Saturday night. And Marcus and Freeman in general, he is going to bring like a good mentality. I really do. He I, he is recruiting at a level uh, Notre Dame's practically never seen, um, specifically on the defensive side of the ball. And uh, I like what they're what they have with him at the helm for the future. I like what they're building. Um, I for really for Ohio State, I needed as a fan to see a win that they needed to win ugly and win in a physical match that was defensively led. The fact that we've been the last couple of years we've been getting used to having to put up 40-50 to outscore the other opponent to win. Yep. I like that now. There, we noticed that there is a chance that we can beat the other team with a physical standpoint and a defensive standpoint because all last year everyone said we weren't physical enough, we're soft, and we can't play defense. And we proved all three of those things wrong Saturday night. The most important thing I think I take out of this game is OSU needed to win this game. They I, could not start yeah. out the season 0-1. Regardless, regardless of how the game went, it doesn't matter because it was. I mean, it was ugly in the first half for a while. Um, it took the offense a few drives to get going. You know, the Amika Buka touchdown really got them going, and then Notre Dame drove down the field right before halftime and got the lead. And uh, Notre Dame really showed out. I will give credit to Notre Dame; they did look good in the first half. The fourth quarter, Notre Dame was atrocious. And let's keep they, it they real. Co- they completely gave up. OSU had like a seven-minute mm-hmm. drive where they just ran the ball right up Notre Dame. Our offensive line was impressive to me. It was It was a lot. Impressive. They weren't that physical in any game, any point last season. And then after that last touch about a touchdown by Ohio State, they just Notre Dame just gave up, it seemed like. They didn't have any fight after that. And there was still like four or five minutes left in the game. You know, you get a touchdown yeah. and you get, you know, a stop – which Notre Dame did stop Ohio State's offense most of the, most game. the game. And Notre Dame just gave up, and I think that that's what made OSU win the game is they took the energy out of Notre Dame, and uh, in the end they get an ugly win, a win nonetheless, and uh, that's all you can say. You, you just needed to win this game. It doesn't matter if it's by three or if it's by 50. There were players who I watched in that game that I was thoroughly impressed with. Yeah. Michael Hall, the first one Michael that comes Hall. to mind on the defensive line, he was an animal mm-hmm. in that game. What do you have? Two sacks. I know, he think he had two, two sacks. Two or three sacks. He and had he like, had like five or six tackles, but he easily could have had more, and he was disruptive. He could have had more sacks if he wanted. Uh, then you had Tommy Eichenberg, who... Very impressive. Very impressive performance from him. I haven't seen him play like that ever in a game, the way he played. And Steel Chambers, both the linebackers. 
Uh, that was the best linebacker performance we've had in a long time. I was also impressed with the wide receiver room of Ohio State, losing your best wide receiver, maybe even the best wide receiver in the country. Um, Amika Ibuka had a really nice game. He had a touchdown, 90 Let's, yards, nine yeah. receptions. Um, Let's give this offense some credit, though. Yes. Because if you take Jackson Smith and Jigba out of that offense, their career going into that game was like only 21 career receptions yeah, out of any of the receivers in that game. A lot of freshmen, a lot of backups, even though most of these backups are four or five stars. And a lot of guys that haven't seen the field – uh, you can't blame them when last year you had Chris Olave and, and Jackson Garrett, Smith and, Jake and, Garrett, and Garrett Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Probably the best wide receiver room of all time, in my opinion. With you know, Then you had Jamison Williams go right after them. You had Olave, Garrett, and Williams go back to back to back. So it's impressive what Ohio State did defensive-wise. Offensive-wise, was it was good. Um, they do need to clean up on some things, but I think you take a win no matter We've what. We've seen the greatness that we can have on the offense, so I'm not worried in the long yep. term. Your offense is the least of my concern. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I, think, just, I think they get going. That's why I, there's so much more positive out of this game for me than negative. Because as a we fan, saw as, what C.J. Stroud did after halftime. Yeah. Going Stroud, into, Stroud going even into, though he didn't, he put up, what, 225 yards passing? So what? But if you look at some of these throws that he made on yeah. the run, uh, they were as they were Stroud will be fine. Yeah, they were as, will yeah. They were will dimes. Fine. Straight the offense dimes. will be fine. They just it's their first game of the season, you know, with after Smith and Jigba got, you know, taken out, they got a No one in the receiver room really had the experience yeah. that Smith and Jigba has. But so they were rusty. Stroud wasn't exactly throwing the ball it on shows target. After they went to the run game. The run game was very, very good too. If, if we Ryan need to Williams do that, if awesome. we need to do that more this year, we should just yep. because I don't care if Stroud doesn't put up 500 yards passing every game. If we can win, we can win. All I care about is winning. I don't care if Stroud wins the Heisman. I don't care if Smith the Jigbo wins the Bill and Cough. Doesn't matter to me. All that matters is winning a national title because yes. OSU is long overdue for finally winning one. No one talked about Georgia only beating a nine and three, ten and three Clemson team in week one, ten to three. Ten to three. Yeah. Speaking so, of Georgia. Yeah, let's How begin. about that bludgeoning about your your Oregon Ducks <laughs> that you were so high on losing forty nine to three? I wasn't high on them like for the rest of the season though. <laughs> I thought they would have put up more of a fight. I thought they would at least you know I, I thought they would have at least showed up. George, yeah. This just proves that Georgia's not going anywhere. After that game, Georgia might even be the best team in the country to me. Stet- I mean, Stetson that Bennett was genuinely like awesome, awesome he himself, was awesome, and, and people, that defense did not skip a beat after losing. Still, you know, Nicobe. They Dean still had Jalen Carter and, and Jordan Davis from last year. After losing a few guys, they're they're still better than ever. Even it, maybe even better than see, last. Year. And my problem is that people are still more high on Alabama for beating a team that nobody it's knows. It's Alabama. F- Fifty-five to zero, but who cares? They didn't. They faced nobody. Because it's, it's Alabama. When you have Nick Saban as your head coach, who's won you what six titles yeah. in his career, they're just automatically going to have you number yep. one. Doesn't it yeah, doesn't matter. It's about about the brand. It's, yeah, it really is Georgia's, about the brand. Georgia when it comes to Alabama. Me, Georgia to me is the real number one team in the country. Yeah, right Alabama now. could yes. still easily beat the you vast know, majority Bryce, of teams. Bryce Young had so. about the same game C.J. Stroud had. He also Bryce did have a hundred more y- rushing yards. To be fair, that's fair. He had five t- passing touchdowns and six rushing. But the yards. actual uh, numbers in the touchdown. game were practically the same, besides the touchdowns and the rushing yards. You got to yeah. remember he was playing against Utah U- State. Utah. Yeah, that's true. The Aggies. <laughs> the Aggies from Logan, Utah. And then, you know, Utah really, you know, put up a zero against Florida. It really blows because I was really high on the Utes, and I don't think they can recover from that. I, I think they uh, can. I was very – I don't. That means I Pat, don't. Pat they still have to play to. USC, and I predicted that they would lose to USC. Um, you know, Oregon and Utah really proved that the Pac-12 is just so bad. 
Yes. I mean, that's their, you know, USC is all they got left playoffs wise. I don't think they, I don't, I don't, they I don't make really, it. I don't think they make it. I, I think really we don't. gotta give Florida more credit than dogging Utah because Utah, no, I do. Utah genuinely, Anthony Richardson's a beast. He An- was awesome. Utah genuinely could have easily won that game. They were, it was second and goal from the six yard line. He threw a pick in yep. the end zone. If, yep. it, if it's a catch by Utah, we're talking about a different team. Yep. Talking about how Utah should be one of the top five teams in college football. But Instead, it, they lost. Yep. To a team who, is not under right. Billy Napier, who I said was an underrated hire. first-year head coach. A first-year head coach. We weren't talking about him as much, but we have to give him credit. He, he, They played better for him for one game than they ever did for Dan Mullen. You're right. Talent-wise. I mean, he, he galvanized that locker room. He's bringing in – he's had an underrated recruiting just, class I as well. I need to see more from Florida. I need to see if they beat Kentucky this week – then they'll have me convinced. If they beat Kentucky this week, I think we can sit here and talk about Anthony Richardson as a genuine Heisman contender for the season. It's really early. It's real. The thing very, is, it's early. Very early. It's hard to say anything before the halfway point. Yes. But I feel like if you beat a quality opponent in Utah, if you beat a quality opponent in Kentucky, which is weird to say for football, but they are. Yeah. Wow. And, and I don't I th- I'm I not, I'm not high. Rising, I thought Cameron Rising would be a dark horse Heisman candidate and after that loss I don't think he can recover, even though he didn't even have a I'm not terrible as, game. I'm not as high on Kentucky as you are, Spencer. I'm high on Kentucky. I like um, Levis. I saw how their offensive line played week one and it was not pretty against Miami of Ohio. Oh. They I could know. not block to save their life. Um, I don't really count these games though. I don't count. I don't count these. You know, against Miami games. I don't count the Alabama Utah State game. I only count games but it's if still, you play a quality opponent. People were still the, the reason why is because Ohio State could barely stop Tulsa defensively last year, and now we're happy that they could that stop Notre Dame because it's a quality opponent. That was a mess. So in reality, maybe you should think of at least something like that when it comes to that position, like an offensive line or a defensive line. Oh, I know, but I'm just saying Kentucky still won the game. I don't. Oh, Kentucky still won. I don't care how a team looks per se. I care if they win the game. I don't care if you beat a team by three or by a hundred. Every team's gonna have a bad game. It just depends on if you win that game or not. Yeah. Ohio State had a bad night Saturday night, but they still won the game. And they still won by double digits. They still won by double digits exactly, and that's all that matters. But. It, with Florida, I need to see more. I need to see another win. I yes. need to see them beat Kentucky against a because another you know team. if if they lose to Kentucky, we'll say maybe the Utah game was a fluke. Maybe it was just in the moment that was Florida's Super Bowl to mm-hmm. play a top ten team and beat them on you know their home stadium. Yeah, but if but they carry the momentum. Into if next they week. carry the mom- momentum in the next week, we can start seeing Florida as a contender in the SEC East. I think if anyone watched this weekend, at least. Saturday, that was the best game before Sunday. <laughs> before Sunday. Because I, I want to quickly move into the Florida State-LSU game, a game that we did not cover, a game that we did not pick. Uh, we can turns go out we should have. Turns out we should have. See, I don't think that was the best game of the weekend. I don't, it think, it, I don't think it was genuinely the best game, but, but the way that it one. turned into it a, a fantastic ending, an ending I haven't seen in a while in college football. Um. Florida State, that score didn't do its justice because I think Florida State, the way they played, genuinely beat LSU by like three touchdowns. LSU was, should, should have had no chance in that game. 
My thing is, I don't know. She's going to crumble. Their players are taking everything out of their bios and Instagram and Twitter and everything. And I've said. And they are just going to fall apart under Brian Kelly. Thing is, I think Brian Kelly eventually will do good. But I don't don't think he ain't doing it this year and maybe not even next year. I'm still not high on Florida. I don't. For Florida, I'm not higher in either of those teams. I think all, I think both those teams are mid. Yeah, I was gonna say. Does yeah, both I, the, both of the these mid, teams the aren't good bowl. no more. I my personal favorite game from the weekend was App State, North Carolina. Uh, yeah, I love that, that game. last minute was absolute insanity. It's and like it was so it's fun like to their, watch. Their defense turned off and their offense turned. Yeah, on. sixty-three to sixty-one. I love those type of games where you know there's no defense and you know you're just getting you know, quarterbacks throwing five hundred yards. <laughs> Returning an onside kick for a touchdown after a two-point conversion that failed to take the lead, and then right after Drake, giving up Drake that, May go right really back down and score a touchdown. Drake May really impressed me, the North Carolina quarterback. He was really fun to watch that game. Uh, maybe it's just, you know, you're playing App State, and, you know, you get caught in the moment where you're having a shootout, and maybe he, you know, throws a dud next week, but he really impressed me this week. Yeah. With the LSU-Florida State game, though. <laughs> There was just so much that happened in that game. You see in the after the game. Oh yeah. Those uh, those LSU fans were chirping. I forgot who yeah. they were chirping at, but oh yeah. It, what good does it do? I mean, your team lost. There like. was there was so much that happened in that game. You had the most obvious targeting penalty in the history of targeting <laughs> <laughs> ever happened. I've seen that. that. Was bad. That was really. Um, bad. you had uh, <laughs> and. The LSU special teams coordinator. You want to hear something funny? He was the only Notre Dame coach that followed Brian Kelly to LSU. And that was their worst. His mistake. That is his That mistake. was their worst part of the game. That's the reason why they lost score-wise. They bad. easily It's bad, though, because they should have never been in the situation. Florida State was up by two touchdowns. Florida State gifted them the chances to even be in the game. Um, You had LSU fumble the punt with two minutes to go to go down on the game-winning drive. Then you got Florida State pitching it on the one-yard line to fumble. And then you got LSU, who drove down the field, t- should didn't go out of bounds on that one play that made it to one second, and they had to review it, and LSU should have never really had the chance to have that last play to score, rule-wise, because the clock should have ran out the second they blew the whistle. And then they scored a touchdown, and I'm sitting there joking. Me and my dad are both looking at each other and are like, huh, it'd be really funny if they blocked this kick. <laughs> and look what happened. <laughs> And they already blocked a kick earlier in the game, Florida State. So, and then they blocked the kick, and uh, Florida State wins in an upset in New Orleans. I don't even think it's an upset. And really, by paper, it's an upset because of Brian Kelly being the coach. In reality, it didn't Mm, look like an upset at all. No, I don't think it was even an upset on the coaches wise. I think it's like I I don't think I don't think Brian Kelly's you know greatness is going to transfer over into LSU because. That game was. It's a great sense. day to be said, a tiger. I'm gonna go back to what's going on. Tigers. Bring bring back Ed Orgeron. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just gonna go bring with back what, the voice anyway. Well, yeah. I mean, Spencer already said it best. I mean, it was just two mid teams facing each other. It was other. two mid teams. I didn't even really watch the game to be honest. It with was you two mid teams, but it was fun to watch though. It was it a seemed, fun game yeah, to watch. I mean, I watched the highlights. I didn't watch the game actually. Yeah, but, um, I Logan, saw I saw the major parts. Of the oh, game, I was like sitting the there. Wa- I watched that whole game. Yeah, Logan I yeah. thought it was fun. Logan texted me, and I was like, "No, I just watched the highlights." It was yeah. genuinely a fun game to watch. I like watching, you know, mid-table teams though, because they they're fun. 
Yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, the Michigan. I guess me. The Michigan, no, Colorado State, State, State game that was boring like, to me. Because like, I oh, knew, it's funny I knew Michigan was gonna win. So like, when I was watching it, I was like, this is actually kind of boring. Yeah. No, it's actually funny to say LSU and Florida State as mid teams because of <laughs> yeah, their because historical of their history. But it's hilarious. But um, Jameis Winston, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey. So, and then with the last game yesterday, Clemson and Georgia Tech. Um, Clemson did not impress me that game. Just because they won by 31 points. They, w- they was, just, it was 14 to 10 midway through the third quarter. Yeah, and DJ Ugalele. Uwe Ugalele. Ukulele. DJ Ukulele. <laughs> he, he didn't impress me either. I think Clay Kubnick should be the starter. Um, he did win. They did win that game by 31 points, but I don't think the score indicates of what actually happened in that game because Clemson struggled for three quarters. And then they finally, you know, found their spark in the fourth, and then they started to keep going, and they ultimately did win, but I still don't think it was very impressive. It wasn't. I wasn't impressed with Clemson. Their defense was solid, uh, but, you know, Georgia Tech's one of the worst teams in the ACC. Uh, Clemson should have beaten them by, like, 50-plus, and I don't think it wasn't close. Clemson didn't cover the spread. OSU didn't cover the spread. You know, but I think there's a major difference between Clemson and Ohio State. With this win, do you I think Clemson still makes it to the playoffs? Maybe. No. I, after that game, I don't think so. You know? I really don't. I was not impressed. I don't think there's that far off between Michigan and Clemson. If I was sitting here right now, I, I think would think. Michigan's better. I would think Michigan would win that Michigan game. Michigan would smoke Clemson right I, now. They would I not would smoke wholeheartedly. I think, but we I would think smoke they them. would beat them. I think they would beat them because Clemson still has a pretty solid defense. Brian Brisey. But they didn't even fully impress me even last night against Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech was able to run the ball fairly decently, yep. I guess. On them, but that's the, that's what that was another thing that didn't impress it's me. A low with level ACC team, a low level ACC team, and is Georgia a high, is is a high level ACC team because the ACC itself isn't high level. It's a terrible ACC team. Is Georgia Tech and Clemson. oh Georgia Tech? You're yeah. talking about Georgia Tech. Yeah, I'm no Sorry. not Clemson. I know I'm talking about Georgia. Tech. Sorry about that. Uh, but it's weird because Georgia Tech has a lot of talent. Their quarterback is actually a very solid quarterback when he wants to be. Yeah, Sims is. I like Sims a lot. I don't think Georgia Tech has a lot of talent. I think they go, they go three and nine every year until they finally you know win some games and make a bowl game. I'm not going to say anything different. They, I agree. They finish three and nine. They do the one thing I will say about Georgia Tech. They do win a game that surprises everybody like every they, year. They, they beat Miami like a year or so ago. I remember the year thought they would beat them. I remember uh, a few years after the after the kick six. Alabama Auburn they did the same thing to Florida State one of the years everyone thought they were going to make the playoff again after like the year after Jameis yeah. Winston and I remember that game wholeheartedly uh they did the exact same thing Alabama did I mean Auburn did to Alabama um Georgia Tech is one of those teams that just pulls up on on a random really good team and just somehow beats them but they go three and nine. But they years. go three. And nine. <laughs> but you know it was a really fun week of college football a lot of great games I think that the top five is going to change a little bit. I think Georgia leaps Ohio State just because of their dominating performance. I don't think it's I'm, – I'm not mad at it. Georgia just played so good. I would honestly put Georgia at number one, in my opinion. Can we quickly, quickly talk about, though, that, uh, you know, your Boilermakers, who was in the Big Ten championship game. I still think they make it. They can. I, I still I think mean, they, they make it. Will. I I want to talk about the best game – 
from the weekend in Iowa or <laughs> Iowa and South <laughs> yes. Dakota State. Yes, that was they the scored, best thing they ever. They scored seven points, and they didn't get a touchdown and, and an extra point. They got a field goal and two safeties. <laughs> that is Big Ten football. <laughs> That's Iowa football. That is Iowa football for you. That's a way they're going to beat Big Alabama right football. there, baby. That That's, really that's is Big, Big Ten, Ten West. West football. The Big Ten East would never do that. <laughs> the Big Ten East is like the SEC West. Yeah. How about of Ru- the Midwest? Rutgers winning a game for Rutgers the Big Ten. Rutgers beat Boston they, College. Boston they beat College. Jeff Halfley. Jeff Halfley. <laughs> I know. I picked. I picked Boston College when we had the ESPN pick them. You know I what's bad? Boston College win. You but. know what? You know what's bad when Iowa will want Rutgers' offense. <laughs> Iowa, Iowa, I think OSU is just going to – Well, they're, they're not going to dominate Iowa because Iowa's defense is still Iowa's, really, really Iowa's good. Iowa's punter for Heisman? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> look at his – at the one every look, game. Look at his stats, though. He actually – for a punter, bro, killed it. Well, Iowa does two good things, punters and tight ends. You know, other than that – And what defense? I'm in the NFL. Oh, in the NFL, yeah. Punters, tight ends, yeah, you're yeah, right. But other than that, yeah. But it was a fun weekend of college football nonetheless. Uh, good to be back. The NFL starts this week, thankfully. We'll talk more about that We'll talk Thursday. more about that on Thursday because they'll be closer. And then Thursday night football, obviously. Rams and Bills. Rams and Bills. Bills and Rams. That is an excellent that, game that, to that start the as, year. That is as good as you can I, get. I, I low-key need Singletary to pop off, though. He's in my fantasy football league. I need, I need Tyler Bass to get me, like, you know, a 60-yard f- field goal, just like Justin Tucker did to the Lions. <laughs> hey. 66. He should have hey. never had that chance. No, he shouldn't have because, Lamar, because you know, let's just call all these flags on the Lions for, you know, roughing the passer and holding. Remember the uh, play cock violation that would have moved them back? Yes, at I the don't end of the game. Talk about it. They were they only hiked the ball about five seconds later, but we won't talk about yeah. that. Yeah, I'm a Browns fan. And I still know that was the Lions bad. should have beaten. Have won like six or seven games last year. We had the Ravens beat. We had the Ravens out. beat. We had the Falcons beat. Don't we should have beaten the Steelers. Don't don't get me started on that. <laughs> but, <laughs> that we'll talk that more tie. about that on Thursday. Um, I think another big story over the weekend was Serena Williams um, yes. announcing her retirement. You're, you're a tennis fan. You. You're, you're the biggest tennis fan I know. Yeah, I, I love <laughs> tennis. I, I, I know some names in tennis, but I don't watch it. Um, one of the best tennis players of all time. I think the best tennis player. When of you all think time. of a Mount Rushmore of tennis, she's men or women, she is on it. Yes, because it's the, what she's done. Nadal, Djokovic, uh, Federer, and then Serena, or even Serena. The what she first. did at a young age, winning the U.S. Open, was just something that no one's ever done before. And now, you know how far she's come and yeah. the years she's played. It's it's incredible. And I know I'm they made a movie 20 on her Twenty-three too. Grand Slam titles. I know I'm gonna get a little hate for saying this, but I even told my dad about this. I was like, I don't think she should even play in the U.S. Open. I don't think she can win it, and she didn't. We all saw she lost. She lost in doubles with her sister, and she lost yeah. in singles. I didn't think. I think regardless that she she, re- she reached that point because of she had a bad pregnancy and uh, she just. I, she, she I, just age is catching up I, to her, yeah. and she just wants the family time now. And yep. that's and she I don't to- blame her. I don't blame she, her. One, I don't blame her, and two, she totally deserves She's it. She's made enough money my, yeah, over the say, years to where she doesn't is, need to play anymore. My thing is, even if she didn't, need, if she retired before this U.S. Open, she's still the greatest of all time. She oh, didn't even need oh, to, easy. She, she didn't even need to play in the she, U.S. She's, Open this year. She's easily the greatest woman tennis player of all time, and arguably the greatest tennis player of ever, all time. even my regardless opinion, of gender. I I was wrong last year though because. I'm just going to go off this, like, really quick. There's this tennis player named Ash Barty. She retired. I think she's 22, 23 now. And she had already won some stuff. And they were like, oh, this is the next Serena Williams. And I'm like, I was high on her, and then she retired. 
But like, I you also got I'm, Coco Golf coming up now. Mm-hmm. You still have Naomi Osaka. Uh, there's been other great female tennis players like yeah, Maria Sharapova. So. I don't know if she, I'm not even gonna lie. I don't know if she still plays tennis or not. I don't know. I mean, she's Russian. Um, you've had Azaren- so. You've had Azarenka. I remember. I remember uh, some of these female, other yeah. female tennis players. But Serena's, Ser- the Serena's best. just the best on a different, yeah. on a different cloud nine. Like everyone else is on a cloud nine. Hers is like. What about 50. the men's side? The men's side. I think Djokovic is still probably the best men's player. Currently, well, the thing is, he can't play in half like the tournaments Tyler. because yeah. of him being unvaccinated. Yeah. Uh, but every time he's in the tournament, he's won it yeah. when he's played recently. So uh, I'd say he's arguably still the best man, even if he can't play. That, that's the only reason why he's not ranked number one right now currently is yeah. because he can't play in half the tournaments. Yeah, he couldn't play in the U.S. Open. Um, Get your bags, dude. You might as well. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, he still yeah. makes he still makes a ton of money. Oh, he's fine. He's well, I mean, he got he sponsors and stuff. Hey, think about it. It's half the time you can't risk getting injured. So, yeah. honestly, yeah, exactly. he probably views it as a good way of recovery it's for him. So he's probably hey. kind of okay with it. Hey, the next one he plays in, he's gonna win. So I mean, but I've always, if I had a tennis player that I personally have always liked, it's been Roger Federer. Um, don't know why. I, I don't necessarily – I mean, I pay attention to tennis when it's the best. Uh, but I've, I, it was important that we talked about Serena Williams' retirement and what she meant to that sport because she's just genuinely one of the best athletes of this generation regardless of sport. Yeah. And yeah. Um, we don't always talk about some other sports besides just football and basketball, but we need to some when something like that. Well, occurs. I don't want to talk about baseball. I know I'm wearing a Detroit Tigers shirt, but I don't want to talk about it. We will we'll just, we just we'll genuinely talk. won't talk about, about we, baseball. We will talk baseball during the playoffs. Other than that, there's nothing else to talk about. Because you guys were so high on your Tigers this year. Yeah, so high. I wasn't so high on them. I thought, I thought they they'd be, be better. Solid. I, th- I, th- I, thought I thought they'd, they'd do be better. Which for Detroit Tiger standards is so it's, high. It's very, very, very high. <laughs> but, you know, it's... My bad. It's not like your Rays are going to do anything in the playoffs anyway. I, Hey. Hey. They're not. No, they're not. At least we play in, like, the, one of the toughest divisions. Yeah, so. w- what a stadium you guys got uh, down there. Hey, we <laughs> still get more than the Oakland Athletics fans anymore. <laughs> God, I, I, think high school, I think high school football teams get more. Bro. You know, you know the, Ar- the Arizona Coyotes, uh, you know, Arizona State Arena is going to have more people in attendance than Oakland <laughs> Athletic Games. My high school They've football team They can hold 5,000 people in that arena. Are you talking the new Arizona Coyotes? Why? Play? Why do yeah. we have a hockey team in Glendale? Why do we have a hockey team in Arizona? It, it is so. It makes so much sense, don't it? No, hey, to play not. in 115 degree weather, it hey, just it like the Vegas no Golden sense. Knights. Absolutely no sense. Nah, but in the Seattle Kraken. Nah, I mean See, having Seattle a team. Deserves, a team makes hockey. sense. The nickname just. <laughs> the Kraken doesn't do it for me, but you know you, they're fans of the crackheads, so it's okay. <laughs> Can't be, can't be dogging people like that. Well, their team's gonna be bad for like three years, but then again, I mean, the Vegas Golden Knights came in and just went straight to the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but the Kraken didn't do that last year. They finished like third to will. last. No. <laughs> but the Kraken uh, win the Stanley Cup. Genuinely, though, real quick, back to Oakland A's. Uh, I can't I've wait seen to talk the about hockey though. I'm high on my Red Wings this season. I have genuinely never seen a baseball team only get hundreds of people into a stadium. Well, you can't blame them. The, you know, Oakland Coliseum is such a terrible place to watch a game. It's it was meant for football. It's not meant for baseball. 
and the stadium is just a joke. They need to build a new stadium in Oakland, or they need to move the team. Uh, I think they're moving the team soon. It's going to be the second option because no one wants to play in Oakland anymore. Everything no. in Oakland has left Oakland. The Warriors. I mean, they're making. They're making. They're making absolutely no money. The baseball team is so bad. The last few years, the only reason they stayed in Oakland, they had Matt Chapman. And they had, you know, a bunch of guys, and they made the playoffs, if, but they never won in the playoffs. They would make the wild card, and then they would lose. And, you know, now you got Matt Chapman playing great in Toronto, and you have Matt Olson playing great in Atlanta, and that's old Oakland A's players. And all they have re- left is Romeo Loriano, and he's hitting like 250 this year, and that's not enough. So, you in, know, they're just they're, – they're terrible. The but, Oakland A's – I know that we say the ty- the Oakland A's are the worst team in baseball. It's bad when they it's they bad have when no they, fu- they have no future. They have no farm system. They have no payroll. They have no fans. They have no fans. They have no stadium. It, it's it's a joke. You know the the worst team record wise is the Nationals, but they actually have a farm system that's gonna and, and they and they in served season. up the Padres of well deserving hand and oh yeah, and they also won a World Series three years ago. So, but they have lost everybody from that team. Oh, they have. But, you know, well, they still have Strasburg, but he's, you know, in a wheelchair at the moment. Yeah. Um, but anyway, no. I, I mean, it's it's bad when we'll you, do We'll you, do a recap of the Tigers at the end of the season. I'm not doing it now because I just the say, team just lost 10 to nothing in, in Los Angeles last night. I just want to say that. It's and not bad. Actually, not to the good Los Angeles it's team. Bad when people, it's bad when people think the Tigers have no fans, yet we sell out more Games than the we Oakland. Don't, we don't sell out any games. Bro, anymore. the Tampa Bay Rays get more people in their games than the Oakland Athletics do. Yeah, <laughs> genuinely, you would they think do. when your team's like seven, you, th- you would think when your team's a playoff team, they would show up. <laughs> but if Rays you, fans if don't you, show up, no. But if you've actually been to the stadium, you would know why people don't show up. I don't I've, know. I've I've never, never, it's I've a, never a been. Tropicana Field is awful. I have been. I've there. never been. I've it's, been twice. It's awful. It's it's it's, it's cool to go. Terrible place to watch. But it sucks. They have half the like the whole top half. Has uh, what's it called? Just kind of like UCLA in a Rose Bowl. It's you know how they have it blocked off. Dome. It's why you don't play in a dome. <laughs> it's blocked off. You can't even. You can hardly sit in the top section. I like in that what stadium. I like what Houston and Seattle have with the retractable roofs. That I like. I I agree with that. You know, if it rains, you know, just close the roof. I don't think you should have a dome as a baseball stadium because, because it's white. The top of it is white. Terrible. Same color as the baseball. If you hit a pop fly, who's gonna find it? Yeah. Nobody. Randy Arozarena is going to be in center field asking where the ball's at, and the next thing you know, it drops right in front of him. Yeah. Genuinely, it's one of the worst – it's probably one of the worst pl- places to play for players in general as well because uh, yeah. of it. I, they I, need I a actually, new stadium. I think, I think Oakland – or I think I think it is the worst. I think Oakland's a little better because at least you don't have a white roof to look at when you're you know trying to catch a pop fly. That's the same color as the baseball. Exactly. Uh, but as well, they still somehow get more fans. I just love when they hit home runs and it just, like, hits off the roof and then it just, you know, shoots back at the players. It's the funniest thing. My Is favorite one's when you hit a home run into the Stingray tray. Uh, I almost said tray. Stingray. <laughs> the Stingray pool or whatever yeah. what they have, yeah. Yeah. Um, too bad the Rays can't do anything in the playoffs. I mean, too bad they can be up 3-1 to one on the Dodgers and just take out their best pitcher on the – Top of the eighth. <laughs> and then trade their best pitcher in Blake Snell the next year. Uh, that's why I don't pay attention to him in baseball anymore. But Bla- but Bla- Blake, to be fair, Blake Snell's not very good. I'm anymore. also the only person who's a fan of him north of St. Petersburg, Florida. So yeah, There's a few bandwagon Tampa Bay Rays fans around. Yeah, in Lakeland. <laughs> or or no, Gainesville, that's, Florida. No, that's Tigers fans. Tigers fans, you know. Oh, that's true because that's spring training. Yep. Is in yep. Lakeland. Um, 
then again, you should be embarrassed to be a Tigers fan in Florida. But yeah, I also <laughs> just want to quickly mention as well when we're talking about attendance, a team who was joining the Big Ten in UCLA. Oh boy! Played Bowling Green this weekend. They had their lowest attendance ever in the history of uh, the Rose Bowl at the stadium. It was they terrible. had twenty seven thousand one hundred and forty three reportedly that were there. Yeah, if you <laughs> saw reportedly. if, if you, you saw, saw the it photo, like it looked like people. it looked like maybe twenty seven hundred people were there. Like five people were there. In the uh, do we Some. really want that in the Big Ten? No. Well, I, you got to remember, this is Bowling Green. This is it's a Bowling team Green. Who's terrible in the MAC. It's, it's Bowling you know, Green. A team who's you know nothing. But and the standards of the Big campus. Ten. Standards. Uh, well, it's far from you're, campus. You're it's in Pasadena. Better, you're to get better games joining the Big Ten. I think that's going to bring more people. But when you're playing a MAC school, you're not going to have a ton of people. I also do forget. I forget it is Southern Bowling California. Green. We are talking about Southern California, where there's no. And it's dog. far away from campus. It's not like it's like right next to UCLA. And well, I mean that's true. But same with USC. Their stadium's not by USC. I mean it's closer. That's in downtown I'd LA. Go to the USC stadium. Rose Bowl's cool, but Memorial Stadium's amazing. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I forgot this player's name, but he transferred from UT to BG for football, and I was like. That's probably, like, one of the worst schools to transfer to would be BG. I don't know. Bowling Green was leading by 10 in that game at one point. And then, Were they? Know, yeah. yeah. It was 17-7. to 7. And then they lost 45-17. They didn't score another point after that. Yeah. But, you know, I I think you'll get you'll get a lot better games when they join the Big Ten. Um, I, I mean, that is true. Well, you know, if Ohio State plays UCLA at the Rose Bowl on a Saturday night, it's not like there's going to be 2,700 people in attendance that game. So... <laughs> And it will be a night, so it's not going to be uh, 300 degrees there. Exactly. The so, yeah, which, to be fair, I can't it wait was, for UCLA to come to the big house. I can't wait for UCLA to go up to uh, Wisconsin or Minnesota at the last week of November. <laughs> know, yeah, yeah. Before they the play snow. Wisconsin. A whiteout blizzard game. Just kidding. It probably, it's a high likelihood that it's going to be cold but not snowy. It still could be because you get the be. occasional one. But let's be real. Ninety percent, ninety percent of the games, regardless if it's home or away, for those western West Coast teams, they're it's not. it's done by the middle of November. Exactly. So in reality, we can sit here and talk about cold weather games. They'll get some cold weather games, but they might not get like that blizzard game. They could, they could, but it's a lot less likely blizzard than people. It think. depends blizzard on where they, it depends on yeah. where they go. If you go to Minnesota in November, it's you're looking like, at you're a, looking at a, a blizzard. Yeah, Wisconsin. Maybe Michigan. I mean, it's noted in Ohio State. Game Even Ohio last State year. before. I mean, it can happen, but yeah, it's not as big of a deal as I think people are making it no, out to be. No, it's not. Not like Minnesota. Not like Wisconsin. E- Even if it is, I just still don't think it's. I, I think it matters. It does matter. It will matter because it's cold, and a lot of those players you, you, you come s- from California. They yep. keep them in state. Now they really will keep them in state with Lincoln Riley at USC. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I like what Chip Kelly is building there at UCLA, but they just have no fans at the moment neither school really does uh but usc impressed I mean, playing rice they played food and they yeah. beat food if you if you can't beat food you might as well not join the Big i 10. mean to so, be fair i mean how many teams in the pac-12 have fans less really? than half yeah I was gonna say. oregon usc uh i guess utah now has emerged you know in the past few years um other than that not really anybody so but i don't know no one's gonna come i I, I still think Utah wins the Pac-12, but other than that, I, there's no team that's going to make the playoffs from the Pac-12. But you know, nothing it'll better. Be, it'll be fun, you know, once they join the Big Ten. I think nothing better than robots texting you while you're recording a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> can't repeat that on the air. No, we can't. Um, 
man, but the Pac-12. Uh, they used to be so fun to watch. Man. Back when Marcus Mariota was playing for Oregon, that was fun. Ever since then, not really. <laughs> 2015. No, no, no. Even with Washington making the playoff. I mean, good for them making the playoff. They weren't going to do anything. In the no, playoff. they weren't going to beat Alabama. No. Hey, they did score, though. Woohoo! It's more than Ohio State did against Clemson, Clemson. that one time. Yeah. yeah. 31 um, nothing. But that was rough. Pac 12, there's. I don't know why I keep coming back to this with them come with USC, UCLA coming to the Big Ten, because I've been calling it. But there's just a reason why they're leaving the Pac 12. Pac 12? No fans, atrocious. no money. Yes. No fans, no People money. People just don't want no to market. stay up till 10 o'clock and watch a Pac 12 after dark game. Right. You know, majority majority of the fans for college football, I believe, are on the East Coast or in the eastern part of the United States and some parts in the Midwest. Yes. And they don't want to stay up till 10, 1030 to watch Oregon State versus Washington State. Once you get past Dallas, Texas, it's not a, it's not a college football market per se out west. You not could really. get not you could anymore. get you could get like the Colorado market. They still yeah. have the, their diehard fans with the Buffaloes. You still got Utah and BYU. That's a heated rivalry. Talk about yep. talk about genuine hatred for each other. That's genuinely one of my favorite rivalries in college football. Um, but then other than that, I mean, if you look at a lot of these West Coast teams, they are in professional markets where the professional teams have always led the market. Char- yeah, Chargers, if you, Rams. Alabama. Who else plays in Alabama? Auburn. You got – I mean, yeah, <laughs> you're right. But I mean, who? What else do they have? They you have know, football. they don't have the Denver Broncos to go watch. They don't have the Chargers. They don't even. The thing is, with LA and USC and UCLA, they have more than everybody because they have the Hollywood market for movies and television and actors. You got the LA Rams now, and it's always been a Laker town. But like the Lakers, but, when and, the Lakers are on, that's the hottest ticket in town. Dodgers. You know, they have the so many different baseball. distractions that they have in the L.A. market. Yeah, and but as a once – When USC is on, though, that's the hottest ticket in town. When, when they're good. When they're good, USC is the hottest ticket in L.A. Yeah, but as a fan, if I'm flying out to L.A., what am I going to do? What, see a USC game or go to a Chargers game? You know what I'm saying? Like I would go to a USC I would go to – if USC game, is good. If they're good. If they're good, if they're I would go good, to a USC maybe, game. maybe, but if they're bad, I'm – well, yeah, obviously, game. if they're bad, I'm going to go see you know Justin Herbert and the Chargers. But if, you know USC starting to turn that you know turn that corner where they're starting to get good again, and I believe that I don't Lincoln, think, I think Lincoln Riley is going to lead USC to the playoffs at some point. Yes, it's it not going to it's not going to be this year, but I think it you know could happen in the next five years, maybe somewhere. next year or the year after that, he will lead I'll them give to it, the playoffs. I'll give it five years, next five, and then he'll years. do, Some, and somewhere he'll do what he always does and lose you know the semifinal game. Yes. Because he can't win a game. See, that's playoffs. that's one thing no one talks about when it comes to Lincoln Riley. He has never won a playoff game. He can't game. win a playoff game. He can, you know, have Baker Mayfield, Jalen Hurts. You at know, least. It doesn't matter. At he least give Ryan Day Kyler the Murray. credit that he has of winning a playoff game. He's made it to the national championship game. You can give him credit for that. But it's it's one of those things that, you know, you have to talk about. But Lincoln Riley does make it, so. Yeah, Lincoln, he makes it, but he can never win it. And you got to give Ryan Day credit because he's actually won a playoff game. And, uh, yeah, we're getting distracted because some robot <laughs> keeps texting me that I will not share on uh, 
not share on this podcast because it does not deserve it. Um, but don't you hate spam people? Yes. That's all we're going to say. <laughs> and then quickly move on. Because the last topic I want to talk about today anyway is we had finally, after a couple months really, just as long as it was with Kevin Durant, there was speculation about Donovan Mitchell. I was hoping he'd get traded to my Miami Heat. No. He would have fit well in Miami. But he wasn't going to get traded to Miami. We had a young core team who has a lot of great players that are young, and they can build something special. And, he, and he's now you a Cleveland had, Cavalier. You would have had to trade Tyler Hero. And I would have. And I would have. There goes your young core. <laughs> and now he's a Cleveland Cavalier. Good for them. Although the Pistons have to play them four times a year now. All this just to beat Kate Cunningham and Jaden Ivey. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, you know, Giannis and Chris Middleton. You got Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland, Zach Levine and Lonzo Ball. All this Don't just to beat. Don't forget Alex Caruso. Oh, hey. Caruso go. I can't forget about him. Speaking of Giannis, they just released the top 10 players for uh, the new 2K, and Giannis is Giannis the highest is rated, one. 97. Good. Good. Well, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler's a 93. LeBron's a 96. Low-key, I think that's a little too high, but... Russell Westbrook, a 78. I haven't bought a 2K game in, like, two years. The game's trash. The last one I bought anyway, I mean, It's the, I, it's I, the I, same I, game I when it comes to 2K. I generally like, it's the same with I NHL, like same with NBA, same I mean, with it's Madden. The same. It's the same with all of them. Yeah, it's exactly Actually, not, the The issue is, hey, I, like the, I like the updated roster, so that's why they always that's get why me. Why no, that's why I'll probably buy the new Madden game. I haven't bought it yet. I already have. I haven't bought it yet. But no, I will say the one game that has shown actual like progress is FIFA. FIFA, hey, FIFA. which is why I'm buying. If you, I'm if you actually are a soccer fan like me and Alan, we don't talk about soccer on this place because this to. man don't pay any attention to this sport. Because neither does anybody else in the United States. And they it's should. Growing, though. That's and, the thing. and they it's growing. should. It Soccer's is gro- it is a growing sport in this country. Boring. It deserves so much more respect. respect. It's boring in this it's nation not. than it's. That's boring. the thing. It's not boring. Yeah, it is. I'd rather watch bowling than I'd you know watch soccer. Well, you're on the club bowling team, so not I mean. anymore. Oh, you quit? <laughs> I, I haven't told him yet. About oh, but if you guys are listening, I'm not bowling for you anymore. Oh, that's tough. Hey, yeah, breaking tough. news! Breaking <laughs> news! <laughs> I'm not, put put I'm, the CNN tab on you right now. Do 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 do. ESPN notification. I think. There's one last topic. I know we want to get back to the Donovan Mitchell mm-hmm. trade. Um, Cedar Point just came out and said that <laughs> <laughs> top thrill Man, dragster's not coming back. That crazy. is an absolute tragic moment for me because I love that ride. It's my favorite ride at the park. And I love ter- how that's what everyone's talking it. about them this it's morning. Well, me and some friends are going to go there for Halloween weekends, and now it's, it's closed. It's not open. Like, no, it's yeah. not going to be closed. Dragsters closed this entire season, but I know. It's never coming back. Yeah. It sucks. I love that ride. But then they I hate it. roller coasters. I never wanted to go on that roller coaster. It deserves this pain. And no, I'm no, here's the thing. You know, go away, Logan. You like soccer. Your opinion doesn't count. <laughs> soccer, my opinion, doesn't count. Yeah. He's just as big of a soccer fan as I and am. So and I'm agreeing count. with you, though. I'm I know. I'm just, you. Yeah, I know. It's just, it's ridiculous. No, so they released a statement, and they were like, oh, yeah, we're innovating for a new ride. I'm like, innovating for a new ride. What, what are you doing? And making it 500 feet now? <laughs> you, you know, I don't know what you'll call that. A thousand feet. Yeah, just shoot somebody 150 miles an hour, go up 500 feet. You have to, Maybe that's, that's a release. What they are doing. You have to release a parachute to come down, or else you yeah. just get, you just keep going. The, sky, the skydive roller coaster. Thing, um, you know, the car shoots out of the uh, off the track, and then you know skydive down. Uh, that'll be fun. But right, anyway. I want I want to pivot back into Donovan Mitchell. You know, we will end this topic on soccer because I want to end this topic on soccer. But we're going to go into Donovan Mitchell trade. Excellent, excellent move by the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. 
You got Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, Jared Allen. You didn't they lose really, any of them. You really, didn't lose any of them. They really didn't give up anything big. big. They, you got, know, they, they, I mean, knew, they knew they were going to either trade or they were going to lose Colin Sexton. They traded him away. They did give away three first-round picks. Uh, they but kept, who knows what those first-round picks would be? They they I kept mean, Ricky Rubio. They kept Karis LeVert, which I think kept, is a big, big part of their They bench. got For, to keep everybody who was an actual substantial piece to that roster. Colin Sexton, don't get me wrong, he's talented, but everyone kind of knew around Cleveland. Anyone who was a Cavaliers fan was expecting him to be either gone through a trade or gone in free agency. Because if the Pistons weren't able to eventually. draft Jaden Ivey, I would have wanted them to trade for Colin Sexton. But, you know, My, it worked out. Honestly, so. I think this is good for the Jazz. I mean. Well, they're they, in a rebuilding they, they, phase. Yeah, they're they, rebuilding. they have the pieces now seven, to help yeah. start seven rebuilding. Seven first-round picks in the next few years or something like that. They're so. rebuilding like the Thunder. They got, they got four from the t- Timberwolves and they got three from the Cavaliers. So it's going to help them it's substantially crazy. for their rebuilding. Oh, yeah. Um, but this, this is just a home run for the Cavs, in my opinion, regardless. Because now – you're talking about a top five team in the East. I can't wait for the Pistons Cavs game. Oh yeah, you're talking about Kate a top Cunningham. genuine. T- talking Kate about Cunningham a genuine Darius Garland, a genuine top five team in the East who should have made the playoffs. They made the play in last year, and they were so banged up. And they were they just weren't really young. Up, they were just really. They, they were, were a really young team that was just feeling out the process, and they they were taking the jump that I hope the Pistons take this. And year. they would make the playoffs. Uh, they would have made the playoffs without Donovan Mitchell this year, in my opinion. Anyway. Uh, but now well, adding, they made the play-in. They made the play-in, but I'm saying they, they were going to be a top-six team in the East they're regardless. Like, they're like now Charlotte with Donovan Mitchell. I don't, I don't know if this – I don't think that they're the best team in the East. They're not. I don't think, I think they're the best team argument, but I you can argue they're like four. They are or five. Four, they're like five. Charlotte. You know, Charlotte, Charlotte – Might even be three. Charlotte starts yeah. out – I still think Milwaukee's the best team in the South. I, I think, no, I think Milwaukee, Boston, Miami are still your top three. That regardless where you put them, I still I like Milwaukee the best myself as yes. well. I'm a big Giannis fan, um, my thing even is, though my Miami Heat are. I mean, the, I still think the Bulls make the playoffs. I don't think that they are better than the Cavs now after this trade. I think Donovan no, Mitchell no, 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 puts no, no, you no. over the Mitchell. I think Mitchell, I think Mitchell puts you, over, puts you over the Bulls. I almost said, but I think the Bulls. I think the I think the Bulls will still end <laughs> better than the Cavs. Rochester Americans, <laughs> right? My but thing is like, no, I think this is going to be a fun Cavs team to watch. This is a very young team. Donovan Mitchell is still very young, and I think that this makes the Cavs one of the best teams in the East, and I think that this gives them a legitimate shot to make the NBA Finals and maybe bring a championship back to Cleveland, and maybe this shows that they don't need LeBron. Or maybe it does show, and they don't make it. So. No, nah, they don't need LeBron. I'm sorry. No, they don't need LeBron. If I'm a Cav fan, That's what I'm saying. if I'm a Cav fan, would you really want to blow up well, you your, wanna... your youth for LeBron, well, because LeBron, LeBron no, loves blowing not. up their. LeBron is blowing up. Does the not Lakers. play with younger players. He prefers to play with guys he's been friends with in the league. Yeah. I mean, look at the Lakers. Literally, from the team that won the championship in the bubble, it's LeBron and AD. Yep, that's it. Westbrook's, that's the list. Westbrook's going to be gone soon. He should. And honestly, they they should have instead got Buddy Heald from Sacramento at when they when they should have. Yep. But they did. He would he would have been a, he would have fit better, yep. on that roster. Uh, the Lakers, you could still argue, might not even be a playoff team this year. The new AP they poll. The new AP poll just came out. Ohio State three, calling it. You want to know who's at number four? Who? Michigan. Michigan called it. I knew Michigan would get up to number Michigan's four. Michigan's at four. That's Ohio my team State right there. three, Alabama two, Georgia one. That's my prediction. Notre Dame moved down to eight. USC moved to ten. Utah moved down to thirteen. And Tennessee's in the rankings now. 
I'm I'm telling you, Tennessee's a sleeper. Not saying that they're gonna um, go like you know eleven and one or anything. Yeah, you know, playoffs, Oregon but. jumped out of the top twenty-five. They should have. They should have. They should have. I know. They, they moved. Fair enough. That's, that's like one of the biggest. How jumps far are Utah I've ever go? Seen. Uh, Utah went to thirteen. Okay. Utah's at thirteen. What about NC State? NC State. That's another team we didn't talk about because they have a lot of hype and they barely beat East NC Carolina. NC State went to eighteen. They dropped five spots. Now, what is the top five fully? Okay, the top five is number one Alabama, number two Georgia, yep. number three Ohio State, yep. number four Michigan, and number five Clemson. The difference between four and three is substantial. It's about 150. Uh, Ohio State's the only team that could beat a top five opponent and still Georgia, drop. Georgia, Georgia and Regardless Alabama, how they the won. difference is 40. Genuinely think about it. If Alabama beat another top five opponent the same way we did, they would still go up. That's Even if they right. weren't, if they weren't I mean, number one, right. I thought Michigan would jump up. I didn't think they would jump up to four. I said they'd go up to four. I didn't think they'd go up that high. I didn't think they would go up four spots. I thought maybe six or five, but not I thought four. they. I thought Clemson would stay at four, and I think that Michigan would move up to five. But you know, this shows that hey, maybe we can't get two Big Ten teams finally into the playoffs. I honestly would enjoy seeing Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan in the playoff. That would be fun to see. If we can see Alabama, Georgia face each other in Ohio, Ohio State, Michigan, State, Michigan face I would. Each other. That's how to me. If it is two teams, I want those to be the first matchups. Get those out the way, because I'm not trying to see all Big Ten or an All SEC championship. I want to see the best of both face off against each other. Now, soccer, <laughs> your favorite sport, Spencer. You love it dearly. What are we talking about? <laughs> You love it dearly. It Yo, deserves so hey, much love. Anyway, Arizona got an AP poll vote. Yes, <laughs> yes. The Wildcats after soccer, being though. absolutely terrible. UConn next. Now, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Soccer, the it's, realm of Allen and Logan's world. Do not mute my mic. Do I'm not mute my, not, my, no, my do not mic. Mute. Okay, we'll mute your mic. That's fine. There, you're muted, so you can't speak. Hey, hey. Oh, you can hear the echo, but that's okay. okay. So, Allen, hi, soccer fan. Hi, Logan. It's, you like, it's good to meet. You, <laughs> I'm touching mine. <laughs> Calm down. Nah, you should no. still be muted. You don't talk yeah, about this. Yeah, you don't like soccer. No. You right. don't like soccer, Logan. Soccer. Yeah, my name's Logan. <laughs> um. Whatever, Spencer. That's how... All right. So, I think soccer deserves so much respect in this country. It's growing so much. The MLS is expanding. Detroit's on the list for expansion now. Detroit City FC beat uh, Columbus Crew. Yeah, you know they that. did. Like they early, did. Earlier, earlier in the year. They played Hamtramck, Michigan. Don't get me wrong. I like seeing the sport grow in America when it comes to MLS. But the, it's night and – European soccer is night and day better, and it's not even close. Well, well yeah. It's, it's just not. Well, I mean, to be it, fair. The top, it's just so much better I overall. Mean, England Top-end talent. I mean – See, now – But a lot of top If you end, know soccer, you know who the best teams in the world are club-wise. PSG – Oh, Paris Saint-Germain. You Manchester. are a fan of Bayern Munich. Of course I am. From you're, the Bundesliga. You're a fan of Man City. I am a Man City fan the from the Barclays Premier, League. Premier League. The reason why I just wanted to talk about soccer is because my new player, my love, he's my crush. Don't don't mind me. <laughs> and his name is Erling Holland. And he is the next goat of soccer. The way he's playing. He is a young I kid do. from Norway who played at Borussia Dortmund. In the Bundesliga. The best second-place team ever. The best second-place team ever. They always are second place in the Bundesliga, and they will always be second place because they always bring the best talent that always leaves after being 21 years old. Jaden Sancho. Exactly. And 
Spencer's just chilling on his phone because he has no idea what we're talking Florida about. Florida went from unranked to 12. <laughs> 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 exactly. But hey, soccer's that, irrelevant. Fair. Soccer is not irrelevant. Is they get a billion views for World Cup games that no one it's else starting cares in about. November. It starts in November. starts in November, which I don't like at all. Me. That Me is either. terrible. Well, they're playing in hot Qatar. Uh, they are playing in Qatar, but still, regardless... It's taken away from my Thanksgiving and Ohio State-Michigan time. And it's taken away from, like, bowl games. Not even bowl games, but, like, conference championship games and other stuff like that that I care about for football. I mean, football. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the rest of the world. It is. It's football. Sorry. It is also (laughs) football. Uh, You know, but soccer. We're we're American here. We call soccer. It's going to mess up so many teams if you're not in the MLS because the MLS is ending their season early. MLS, but, but the MLS is always that way. No, not well. This year, it's like the first time they're ending like five weeks before the World Cup because well, they know the, so many players are going to be gone. With the Premier League, it's like a whole month off, just like Bundesliga, Bundes- just like league. Not, no, Bundesliga is not taking off for the World Cup. We're still playing. Bundesliga is still playing. Yep. So you're Bundesliga. gonna you're gonna really. What's you, it stand for? I don't know, but it's fun to say Bundesliga. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're so you get to see Bayern Munich's. <laughs> Third, like third bench. Play. That is dumb. It is but because all of our top players are going to. The be reason gone. why I wanted to bring up soccer is my boy Erling Holland, fresh signee from Borussia Dortmund at Man City. He is a prodigy. He, he was designed. He was meant to play for Man City as his father so, played. Six games through the Premier League, ten goals. He's making the Premier League look like look Farmers up. League. Which everyone said he wouldn't do. But he is. But he is regardless. Actually, they're saying the same thing about Lewandowski with Barcelona. They're saying he's making La Liga look like a farmer. I mean, Lewandowski should. I mean, he, he, he's he, good. you're, you're, he's you're Bayern Munich, your former Bayern Munich guy. I mean, it's sad. I mean, I have my I have my Lewandowski jersey, but I'm not going to burn it or anything. Right. I, mean, I have a Raheem Sterling jersey, and he's, not, he's now at Chelsea. I mean, but he's and done so many things that if someone sees me wearing my Lewandowski jersey, they're not going to hate me for it. Right. Because no one knows in America. Well, they wouldn't yeah, know any too. better. <laughs> they wouldn't know who Lewandowski is. And it, it genuinely is Golandowski. sad. Golandowski. He was Golandowski. Don't get me wrong. Should have won Ballon d'Or. I, I I'm still mad about that. And genuinely, though, it is upsetting to me how many people do not even care about soccer in America. It's the biggest sport in the world for a reason. Because they don't have any other sport. This man's laughing. <laughs> this man's laughing over here. The World Cup, you could get a Tunisia versus Ghana can get a billion views. That's more than a Super Bowl will ever get. Yeah, a billion views. Team USA is gonna get that because of their top end talent that they have now. America will do pretty well at the uh, pretty well at the World Cup. They have a favorable group that they're in with England, I mean, Iran, and I think we can beat uh, Wales. I think we can beat England. I think we could beat England this year too. I'm not gonna lie. I do too. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Shut up in who's your our, corner. Who, hey, who's our best player? <laughs> exactly. exactly. I can tell you. <laughs> His name is Christian Pulisic. And he plays for Chelsea. And he barely plays for Chelsea. Well, he's out. I mean, he's in the starting 11. Sort of. <laughs> no, <laughs> sort of. I mean, they lost Timo Werner and Lukaku. I mean, Timo Werner and Lukaku. I mean, Lukaku, he wanted back after a year and, like, two games in was like, nah, I want to go back to Inter. Bro, oh, yeah. Hold have on. you seen? You know what? <laughs> One of these episodes, we're just going to make him guess uh, the league's names and we're going to have to have him put the country to the league. Yes. All right, I'll just not show up for that episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about other things, but we'll save it for last because, you know, no one will be listening by this point. So 
Yeah, no one's going to listen because it's about soccer. Hey, <laughs> but one of the biggest things for me from the Premier League, yeah. Arsenal. They've Ooh. started out so good. I don't know if they And then choked against Man United this week. Yeah, weekend. that's true. But but before that, they started out so That's good. what happens when you sign Man City players, though. You all of a sudden become the best in the Premier League. And Amazing. then they signed Anthony, and he already he scored. Oh, Ant- his, that was he, Man United, right? Yeah, he scored in his debut. Yeah. Like, Man United, they're turning it around, finally. Surprisingly, after the start that they had, I thought they weren't going to do nothing. I thought they were, I mean. They had two straight losses, first two games. Or, as, you know, English folks call it, matches. And <laughs> <laughs> and they play on a pitch, not a, not a field. Uh, but Liverpool was embarrassing. Liverpool will be embarrassing. I'm, I'm they lost mad. One play- they I'm, lost one player to Bayern Munich. And, and, they- and they have done nothing. And they thought Darwin Nunez should have been up there with Holland as a, uh, the best signing. No. They, they, there was that argument, and it ended after two weeks. Of, of, of How good has Darwin done so far compared to Holland? He ain't scoring ten goals in six <laughs> games. I know that. No one has besides Holland. <laughs> exactly. Ever in the history of the Premier League. We're talking he's about on, the next on. Pele. We're talking – no. <laughs> that might be a reach, but – He's on – you know, he's on track to break the goal record already. Yeah. As the first year in the league. I think he can. If he keeps going the way he is when you got the best passer in the world in Kevin De Bruyne. De Bruyne. Shout out to my sister. She's a big Man City fan also. So, What's your sister's name? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I want to be friends. No, not like that. <laughs> like that, bro. Excuse I want to be friends. <laughs> no. Hey, my bad, bro. I'm not meaning like that. She's a Man City fan. Hey, hey, hold on. Oh my! <laughs> We're getting very off track. In this we episode. are getting off track. Uh, she's a Man City fan. She's a smart person. I mean, to be fair, it's one of. So she likes uh, La Liga also. So her favorite team in La Liga is Barcelona. But it's always been Barcelona since short hair. But here's the thing: she's been a fan of like short if, hair, no tattoo, Messi. Oh, like okay, like long. So she's been a long time Barcelona fan. Okay. Ronaldo's better. Than Messi? Yeah. Uh, Ronaldo was better than Messi. That's still up for Career-wise. In my opinion, Ronaldo's better. I'm a Ronaldo person. I'd say I'm... It's funny. If you ask... they're tied. See, now it's funny because if you ask Americans... They'll say Messi. Who who listen... Or not listen, who watch soccer. They'll say Messi. They'll say Messi. If you ask arguably anyone else in the world, they'll say Ronaldo. For me, I think they're at the same level, personally. It's tough. I mean, they're I mean, both pretty good. They're, they're, they're the two best of right, our generation. Yeah. You're, we're not going to see any talent like them besides Holland. Holland and Mbappe are the two closest. <laughs> and Mbappe. You mean the new general manager of Paris The general Saint. manager of Paris Saint-Germain. <laughs> yeah. No, but I wish there was more talk about with soccer. Uh, I, I think we need to talk about soccer more. We on need this to talk podcast. about soccer more on this podcast. I think soccer deserves more attention in America. I don't care what Spencer says. This dude has been on his phone the entire time, not even paying attention to a single word we're saying. Nope. We should have muted his microphone. And I should have kept his mic muted. Should have just I will shut say him Ronaldo out the is better than Messi. I do agree with you. I know that. <laughs> Let's go. Know he that. knows something about I know. Something. I know a little bit. Do you know who no. Pele is? No, I don't know who <laughs> Pele is. <gasps> Bro. Wow. That's disrespect to the sport as a whole. That Bro, is God you can a- you can ask almost any American who that is, and they know who he is. That is Well, God. apparently I don't. <laughs> That is and, I th- and I think I'm American. Are you? I don't, no, I'm Canadian. No. 
I'm all, I'm Ohioan. <laughs> I mean, technically, yeah, you're not not. But anyway, uh, Pele. Okay, so let me describe Pele for you. Basically, God, but soccer. I'd say Tom Brady of soccer. Tom Brady yeah. of soccer. Greatest uh, of all time. Greatest of all time, but it happened in the 50s and 60s. Yeah. And that time. So I don't blame you for not really knowing the name. Uh, but even people who don't know soccer in America still somehow know the name Pele, so I'm surprised. But uh, Erling Holland, next Pele. You heard it here. And we're going to finally win a Champions League, which Spencer has no idea about. Okay, back to sports that are actually <laughs> relevant. <laughs> Um, what do you I, mean I, do, I do have something to say. Relevant? I do have something to say. So, Florida beats a, a ranked Utah team and mm-hmm. moves up to 12. Yeah. Georgia beats a top, you know, on a number 11 team and they move up a spot. Ohio State beats a top five team and they move down. Yep. That is what it will always it be. Make that make sense. Alabama, <laughs> we can't make Georgia, that make sense. <laughs> anyone who is an SEC team who will beat a ranked team, regardless, even if they're number one, they'll just be 1A after. I, mean, I don't Flo- genuinely. Florida beats Utah by three. Yep. They beat three. Not like not like Georgia. They beat them by three. They go from unranked to 12. Up 20 or 17 or 18 spots. And regardless, they were probably not 26th no. in the voting anyway, so more spots. All right, 13 spots. Sorry. But anyway, it, they go up to 12. I mean, that is absolutely ridiculous. But Ohio State me. beats the number five team at the time in the and nation, and they moved down because yeah. they didn't blow them out by 40. Make it make sense. Hey, can is we go back to soccer real quick? <laughs> yes. Okay. So, <laughs> no, yeah, so, Spencer, get back in your corner real yeah, quick. Yeah, get back in your corner, boy. No, All right. <laughs> so, so, my sister just sent me a post on Instagram mm-hmm. about uh, this is ESPN's um, top 10 Premier, I mean, not Premier League, uh, Champions League teams. Teams. And I'll, I'll go through top ten really quick. Number one. I want to see. Well, let's see. Can you na- Do you know any of these names of teams when we say them? Yeah, bring it back. I'm bring it back. about soccer. All How right, many teams right. do you know right. out of the top ten? Number one. <laughs> yes. Manchester City. Yes, sir. Yeah, I know them. My favorite team. The best team ever. <laughs> number two, <laughs> Liverpool. Yes, I know Liverpool. I think I think they're ranked too high. They're ranked they're not, way too they're high. They're not number two. They're, they're not two. They're not going to win They're Champions maybe League. ten this year, genuinely. Uh, number three, my favorite team, Bayern Munich. Fair. But I think they're more fun. Uh, I've heard of them, but. Bundesliga. Bundesliga. <laughs> you, you probably see me where I have. Bundes- he has Bayern Munich clothes. Yeah, I have He's got jersey. a jersey. I got two jerseys now, so I mean, you, I prob- got two, you probably I got, see them. I got three. Actually, I'm about to order another one. I got um, my Holland one. I'm going to wear it Thursday just because I'm going to wear it just for Spencer. <laughs> I'll wear my Lewandowski jersey. All right. Jonathan Scope has been optioned to Toledo. <laughs> <laughs> This man don't care. All right, all right, all right. All right. right. Number 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 four, yes. Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah, I know Real Madrid. They're the most prolific uh, club in club soccer history, so you should know that club specifically. Number five, our favorite Paris Saint Germain. <laughs> Germain. That's where Messi <laughs> plays now, and Mbappe. And Neymar. And Neymar. Could have been Ronaldo. He, he, he's literally just not going to answer after that. Yeah, he does because he doesn't know. He doesn't know that good old French soccer. I, would, I don't blame him, to be honest. Yeah, me. Well, <laughs> farmer's <yeah>. League. <laughs> Number six it is, is Bar- Farmer's League. <laughs> Number no, six that's is, what it, uh, no. Gen, it's, it's making fun of the league because the league as a whole sucks but them. So yeah, that's, that's I mean, what that means. I mean, I, I mean, they didn't win their league last year, though. I forgot who won it. Was it Lille? I believe so, actually. Or Lyon? I believe it was one of the two. I don't remember. 
Uh, number six is sponsored by Spotify, Barcelona. <laughs> Bro, have you looked? They got a big spot. I know. No, it's crazy because they don't they, like, have certain, like, rights, art, yeah. rights for artists and yep. stuff that, yeah. Yeah. And so weird. And now it's, like, it's, like, Spotify Stadium at Camp New or something like that now. It's like, so dumb. They got new, like, naming rights and stuff. And then you well, got, well, you got PSG with Jordan. <laughs> So that's probably that would be the only reason he would ever manage to know PSG because he'd see all their stuff in, in Nike stores at the mall <laughs> that they have. All right, so number seven is Timeham, which I think is fair. Tottenham, yeah, Tottenham, Tottenham I mean, Hotspur. I mean, who's their best player? Who would you say is their best player? He's gonna look it up. I'd would, I'd say. I mean, it's they're gonna it's gonna be Harry Kane. I mean, I'd say Son. Hangman Son. Yeah, Son sounds good. I'd Son's say he's dog. better than Kane. I think well, I mean he he got the uh, golden boot, yeah, or tied for a golden boot. Will Lennon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about current what player? Of, what kind of names are these? <laughs> what do you mean, Ronaldinho? <laughs> that's what he All saw. Right. He saw so, Ronaldinho. Paul Robinson. <laughs> that's Bro, a normal name. That's Paul, a normal hey, England Paul name. You're, you're ta- good. You gotta Aww. remember, we're, we're talking about teams in England right now, my yeah. guy. That's gonna be why. Oh, uh, number. About, I don't talk about a relevant sport. Number eight is Chelsea. I think number eight's too low for them. I think it's too high. I'm not that high on Chelsea. My one friend, he's a diehard Chelsea fan. Not really, because he really was a West Ham fan at first. I mean, my friend Nate Garcia. And I hope he listens to this podcast for me to mention that he was a West Ham fan first just to get him mad. <laughs> uh, but I don't. I, I'm not that. Bi- I'm not that high on Chelsea. I mean, no offense to Raheem Sterling. I love me some Raheem I mean, Sterling. They're not bad, but they're not good. They're but they don't have they don't have a striker. Well, Sterling's yeah, not a I mean, striker. I mean Lukaku's gone, Warner's gone. They're they don't have a true striker. They're like they're like Man City of the last three or four years. Yeah. No striker. They gotta play a false nine. Something Spencer has no idea about. <laughs> again. Can Austin Matthews score sixty goals again? <laughs> oh, you're talking hockey? <laughs> All right, so number nine is Electrical Madrid. They're okay. I mean, I think number nine suits them. Yeah. And then number ten is Inter Milan, which I think you could you could swap out them for nine. Yeah, nine I think Inter's ten. better. I they think are. They I, won. I, a team who deserves to be in the top ten, I think, is AC Milan. Yeah. Over Chelsea. Yeah. I would argue over Chelsea. AC Milan, I think, is a better club right now. Um, I think AC Milan are they in Champions League? I think they are. I think they should be in Champions League. I don't know. This is just where a- is AC Milan play? Just like Inter Milan. I'm guessing Milan. <laughs> what country? Without looking it up. Not kidding. <laughs> we'll, we'll focus that for another episode. It'll yeah, be. we'll do that. Uh, but, but, yeah, that's the ESPN's top ten teams for Champions League. We finally need to win one. Man City I'm ready for Bayern to get one. one. You guys got one, though. Didn't you beat PSG a couple years ago? Not PSG. Who'd you beat? Didn't you beat someone, like, three years ago? In the Champions League? Yeah, but I forgot who it was. And then there was a the year that we absolutely destroyed Barcelona. Yeah, I think that was the year, but I don't think that was the, the team you beat in the Champions League final. Man. Soccer's a great sport. I can hear the crickets talking. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I'll play them for you. Oh, it didn't work. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. Wow. Um. Don't worry, we're upgrading our equipment soon. Yeah, we yeah, are. We are gonna to the new room. You know, eventually, hopefully. once they get Adobe on that computer, we're hoping. Uh, that'd be really nice. That would be a very nice. Hopefully, we upgrade hopefully equipment. The audio sounds better. Than audio sounds better. 
and that, you know. Finally get some merch going here soon. You know, just a bunch, just some stuff we got to work behind the scenes that we want to make better for people. Um, I want this place to better podcast, content. better content. I want this to reach more people. Uh, we're trying to grow, and we don't grow unless more people come. But we so need share you, it. Everywhere. Yeah, we need you to support us. We need support. Um, don't be like the Oakland Oakland Athletics. Don't show. <laughs> yeah, don't show up. No, nah, yeah. you gotta show up. Show you up. Show up. Show up. Show out. Spread the word. Spread the love. Be more like Yankees fans. Next episode. <laughs> next episode, we will hit up a lot more football. The American one. <laughs> um, the relevant one. <laughs> we'll uh, keep doing our weekly picks quickly. I'm in the lead. Yeah, five and two in yeah, college five football. Five and two. I'm five and two. Four and three. Both four and but three. But he had the worst take of the week. So I did have the worst <laughs> take of the week. But I did win the West Virginia his, his Pittsburgh team, game. His team that he thought he was going to make uh, the Final Four is now unranked. <laughs> That's not true. I didn't pick Oregon in the Final Four. I picked Utah in the Final Four, and Baylor. The team you thought was going to be the sure. national, you know, the defending national champion. Uh, only lost by 46. But, hey, that's close enough. That's close enough to what I predicted. Um, I'm never wrong, as Stephen A. says, or Skip Bayless says. You know, even though Johnny Manziel was supposed to be the next savior of Cleveland and be better than, be bigger than LeBron James in Cleveland, uh, you know, I'm never wrong. Heard that before <laughs> with Baker, too. <laughs> hey, Baker's starting week one. We will yeah. talk. Yeah, not for Cleveland. <laughs> we will talk NFL games hey, as the NFL season. <laughs> Panthers. Kobe Brissett better than LeBron. <laughs> Browns fans better hope. Uh, NFL games start Thursday night. We will be recording Thursday. We'll be talking Bills, Rams. We'll be talking more games. We will do our picks. Let's for go five Lions. Games. We will do Lions Eagles. More college football. More college football predictions. We're going to keep a record for all year for both to see who's, who does the best through all throughout the year. Um, maybe some bold predictions on the NFL season or um, some Super Bowl predictions, some MVP predictions. Some people are absolutely losing it here, but I have to have control as the host of this. And um, uh, Who said you were the host? Uh, who said I'm the host? Hey, you've been intro in the last two because you sound better than me. But – I can't stop laughing. You can't I stop I, I laughing. Sound, I, yeah, yeah. You'd be like, "Welcome to the Bomb Beach Podcast," <laughs> and then you just lose it. So then I have to stop recording. But here we're still waffling right now. Yeah. And um, we're just gonna have a good fun episode Thursday. All football, all day. Uh, the real football. That's right. <laughs> now I'm getting to you. The real football, and uh, it's gonna be a fun episode. NFL season starts week two. College football. Don't have as many good games, I don't think, this weekend, but still some solid ones. Um, but uh, just another fun, exciting weekend of more football, and we got until uh, the middle of February to go. And uh, we will be back Thursday. Uh, more content, as we said. We want to come out better content. Um, I would like to maybe hear some ideas of things we could do, like bringing guests maybe or just other I'm things we want to talk about. Let's get Jason Candle in here. I'll, I'll, ha- I'll have some nice questions for I him. Mean, I mean, I, w- I would genuinely. I got some bench softball players that want to be on here. Uh, Honestly, during basketball season, I might be able to get Ted Kowalczyk in here. Yeah. want to reach? I want to reach more people. We want to reach more people. I want to get um, maybe a TikTok started or maybe eventually a YouTube channel. I wanted this place to reach more people. Renegade, renegade. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Can we get Juju on here? Oh, hey, man. Bro, it's Jackson weird. Jackson Mahomes fan Juju? I actually had a dream last night for some reason. We were interviewing Megan the Stallion <laughs> and, and like, <laughs> an athlete. I forgot <laughs> who it was. I forgot who it was, another athlete. And I had a dream about that. We were genuinely having a uh, – we were recording a podcast with them. Uh, but this is it, episode 9, episode 10 coming Thursday. Uh you know, you know where to find us on Spotify. Hopefully, again on Apple Podcasts in the future, and maybe a YouTube channel at some point. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for wa- or not watching. Thank you for listening as listening. always, and we will see you on Thursday. Boom.